What's up, peeps? I'm God, Rob. You did it wrong. What is he doing? How did you do it wrong? What, what is he doing? What is he doing? What did he do wrong? What is he doing? I don't know what he's he did doing wrong. it wrong. What did he do wrong? Nothing. Tell me what he did wrong. Ah! I'm Rob. And I'm Mike. And I'm Matt. I don't know the rest of the spiel. And all we're right, the and Pink Gold, Gold Peeps. Peeps. 220-something can talk all things video games and nerdy stuff and Nintendo. Rob, Mike, how you doing this week? I've been on the show twice. You think I know that whole thing? You've been on a lot more than twice. No, that is true. Twice. You've definitely been on more than twice. Anyway. I'd be willing to bet. Okay, fine. I would too be willing to bet. Okay. My memory oh. is definitely better than I'm doing good, Matt. How are you? I'm fine. Everything's just Fine. Don't slam the table. <laughs> okay. How is everyone today? I guess I'm going to host the podcast now. Well, it's mostly I'm doing good. pretty good. They asked if I wanted to host the podcast, and I thought all I had to do was say, what's up, peeps? And now we're here. Nope. We started running again, so everything hurts. Ah, oh, that's fun. Yeah. I don't run. Uh, I don't run. <laughs> it's okay. I walk a lot. I walk a lot during the day. Yeah, that works. You I walk, walk, I walk like 2.8 miles a day. It's good. That's good. I walked enough to get my Porygon Z today. Ooh, oh, yeah. I totally forgot about Porygon Z. Weird oh, yeah. flex, but okay. Yeah. Next up is Licky Licky. Um, <laughs> Licky Licky! I have like 12 Lickitung candy. <laughs> 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 um, so anyway, uh, the first thing we usually talk about when we do a podcast is what we've been playing. So who wants to start? Uh, Rob, as the guest of the show, do you want to do, um, do it yeah, first? Yeah, sure. Anthem came out this week. Um, I played a little bit of it. It's fine. Yeah. I think that's kind of where I'm happy to leave it for now, is just, it's fine. Um, I don't think it's as bad as people make it out to be, as good as people make it. It's just, it's okay. Okay. Um, okay. I've been playing Anthem too. <laughs> okay. And Let me just preface this, I have not been playing Anthem. <laughs> I've played maybe three hours of Anthem now, so I don't, I don't have nearly enough to really talk about it, but... I just got a licky licky, so we're all just kind of staring at it. Even okay. weirder flex, but anyway. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's it is fine. It is a fine game. The it gameplay will be better in the future. It's fine. I hate that. I no, hate that. Stop that. I agree. No, I, no, no. The game has to be too. good on its own merit at first. Like, okay, Arms was a little bit lacking in the content department, but guess what? There was a base game that was fun and interesting. There was single player stuff. There was multiplayer stuff. There was online. There was a game. No, there was a game was a there. Game. It's just, no. Not to get into that conversation, but Anthem's gameplay itself, it's fine. It's good. Fluid. It's generic shooter combat with some flying controls. That's what it is. Um, the story is stupid. I've heard. Yeah. The um, the world is big but empty. It's the prettiest green palette you've ever seen. Yeah. Big empty sandbox. Like, it's big and empty, and it's just like I I just now compare every open world to Zelda. Well, they did a good job, so. <laughs> And it's not that it's not that Anthem is an open world in the same sense because it's purely an exploration and fun place to go. Like there's another hub, like there's a hub world where you do all of your like upkeep stuff and you get daily missions and you get your armor upgrades. Blah 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 blah, and then you play the game somewhere else where you just run around and shoot with your friends. Yes. Or do missions. Blah blah blah. That world, it's got so many like things in it. But it does nothing to interest you in them, mm -hmm. at least from what I've seen. There's like, there's like towers, like ruins all over the place, and I'm like, huh, ruins. But you don't care. Do you know what I mean? Like, you don't care how those got there. You don't care what it is. Well, every once in a while, you stumble upon a collectible that gives you a couple paragraphs on what happened. And, and do you stop and read those paragraphs? Oh, heck no. Exactly. That's there what I'm saying. There we go. I I told you, Matt, you are not encouraged to read it. I the told Matt, do anything like, to do that. This is what I'm about to say is not good, but I'm like, you can't think too much while you're playing anthem the point of the game is that i'm going to be iron man i'm going to go to this place i'm going to shoot the thing and if that was the point of the game then they shouldn't have bothered with the rest of it or just made they should have just made that part down of it been better oh totally which that's why again that's why i'm like i don't it's fine 
It, like, it's just fine Look right at Spl- Splatoon doesn't try to be anything that it isn't. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It has components of other things, but it knows it's a multiplayer shooter. And everything about the game revolves around that. There is a single player with a story, but everything in the single player is designed in a way to help you get better yeah. at the multiplayer. Yeah. I So, yeah. So, I think Anthem earns it 6 out of 10 reviews. I think it might, depending on how good the DLC content is, bump up to a 7 or 8. Yeah. But, when the DLC's out. Yeah. Um, which just, is also dumb. I agree that that's dumb. It's very dumb. Um, I would say, opposed to Anthem this week... Much better that I've played is uh, I finished Piku Niku, um, which was an absolute delight to play. What was the look? What was the judgmental look that I just got? You didn't get it from me. Yes, he did. I sent it to Matt. Piku Niku was a fantastic game. I I, I loved that. And I'm playing through Wander Song right now. And I don't, I, I told Matt on the way here, I, I don't think that I've smiled more playing a game in a long time than That's when I'm playing Water Song. It's just like. It's such a delight. It's, it's just such a, a, such a delight game to play. It makes you happy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Um, this is completely unrelated. Why is Nintendo eShop selling Ice Climber for $8? I saw that today. That is a travesty. $8 I... on the eShop for Ice Climber. <laughs> it's a good game. No, it's you, not. What do you want to hear? <sighs> I'm sorry. Continue. Um. <laughs> I'm playing a little bit of Wargroove. How, how much oh, yeah, did you both get? I'm <laughs> on this, the second level of the desert. As as am I. Where um, the leader... This is the first appearance of the leader of the desert faction. The guy with the, the knife boots, right? No, not, that's the first guy. He, no. The guy who has knives, knives for feet. I don't remember him. The first guy you fight in the desert, he has knives for feet. Because the first desert level what? doesn't have any, any boss, and then the second desert level does. Yeah. Knife feet boy. I don't know what you're talking about. There's a guy. The main, the guy who looks like the like Asian protagonist stereotype. You know, which guy I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. That guy. He has swords for feet. Oh, cool. Yeah. He, so his lore is like his legs got cut off, and he learned how to fight with swords on his feet. Anyway, this level has taught me either I have to lower the difficulty or do something else with my time because I'm tired of like trying and losing so many times. God, I need to show you guys the last level. I've then. taken a well, break and I'm like, I, I just like, I, I don't want to waste three hours every night like losing at this. What are you guys doing? <laughs> well, I, I put it this way, I'm like, I had an hour last night to play, and I'm like, in that hour time, I could play level war groove and maybe finish the entire thing, or. I could do what I did, which was finish Piku Niku and make a significant amount of progress in Wander Song. Exactly. And so it's just like, it's I enjoy Wargroove, but that's the kind of game that I need to commit a solid two to three hours yeah, just to sit I'm down like, and play. It's a good game. Like, it's a, it's a really good game, but I'm like, it's such a commitment. I don't like leaving in the middle of a mission. Like, if I start a mission like that, I, I like I want to be able to play through to the end and beat it. And so mm-hmm. if it's going to be a mission that I'm going to lose one or two times at also, like, I'm going to need a solid chunk of time. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, see, I don't get t- enough time to, like, just sit there and play a game for a long period of time, so I just have to accept that. Mm-hmm. But, okay. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm happy you guys are both enjoying it, but I understand why, you know, with either the difficulty or the time commitment that you're not playing further, but... Oh, I'm gonna play further. Yeah, but like not pl- like you know, super super invested in playing only that right now sort oh, of thing. It it hasn't made it onto the uh, pile of games that I'm never that I'm never gonna finish. Fair. Near Automata. Kingdom Hearts Three is looking brighter, like closer and closer to that stack every yeah, day. Sure Hollow Knight. I like it's not okay. It's not the stack of games I'm never gonna finish. It's just the stack. Okay, of games didn't he that say that started. it started with the games that he's never gonna finish? Yeah, that's what finish? he said. Those were okay, exactly. Thank actually. you, Matt. That's Listen, what I thought too. I just want to be nice because I like. Can't wait for Persona Five to come out. <laughs> listen, it's listen. on his couch. Persona, I know it is. Persona Five hasn't even made it into the stack yet. I haven't even opened that game yet. Oh my god! There's just so much to play, and I just don't have a lot of time. Neither yeah, do I. The issue is, I like, power through my game. Piku Niku, nice and sweet. I beat it in like <laughs> less than ten hours. It's a short game, short, sweet. I had a good time, and I beat it. And it's like, and even last night, where I was like, I have a couple hours. Do I want to play Anthem? Or do I want to play Wargroove? I chose Anthem. What wow. You... For some of man who doesn't seem to like... <laughs> doesn't seem like Anthem game. at all. <laughs> wow, I can't believe you're playing it over Matt messaged, um Matt messaged our group chat yesterday being like, what are these different factions in the Anthem? What do they all mean? What, like, what, what do they do? And like, me 
and the two other of our friends that play have played more Anthem than he has. We're just like, I don't know. Like, like I, does it do anything? My, my response was he should join Team Instinct, but nobody thought that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, what have you been playing this week? So I've been in an interesting spot. So I've yeah. been very busy with work. So my time on the train, which is usually reserved for gaming, has been doing a very different task, which is getting extra sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been sleeping on the train. So I've been playing a little bit of Monster Hunter, but the other day I was playing and I was just like, you know... I think I need to try a new weapon, or I want to play this with more people. So for the time being, I am shelving Monster Hunter. I'm not putting it on the shelf with, you know, like, L.A. Noir and Lego Marvel Super Heroes 2 with games where I'm like, I'm probably never going to actually play this Whoa. ever again. But I'm like, Monster Hunter, I'll come back to you. I enjoy I enjoy your gameplay loop, but I'm coming back to you. Oh, so it's okay when Mike has a stack of games like yeah, that. Because really. it's three tall, that's it. <laughs> Mine's like... Mine's only one tall. The game's called Xenoblade Chronicles 2. I know it is! <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, I decided to put that away, and I just, just started playing Diablo 3. And I am enjoying it a lot, but I also knew I'd enjoy a game like that. But the other thing I've been doing is because I've been, you know, sleeping on the train, and I've been coming home, and Sarah and I have been looking for something to do together, Sarah is watching me play through my new copy of Paper Mario The Thousand Year Door on the Nintendo GameCube. <laughs> I was really bummed the other night, and I was like, I texted my brother, I was like, you know what, I want to play Thousand Year Door again. Where's our copy? And he's like, honestly, the last time I played through it, I the, the disc scratched and I corrupted my save file at the end of the first world. We kind of need a new one. I was like, alright, went on eBay, $50, done, sent to my house, and it was here. And we've been playing, so I am... Ha almost almost through the second world by now. I mean, the game's pretty short. You could probably beat it in the course of, like, a week or two maximum if you were, like, trying to, you know, get through it and you had, like, some semblance of what you were doing. Mm -hmm. But, God, that game has aged amazingly. It looks... Uh, like, the, the art I, style is done in a way... We talked about this yeah. Didn't we those games on Switch and it, art styles? It's like, that's never gonna get old. Yeah. Like, well, the first one... On Switch, the first one looks yeah. okay. Like, I, I honestly think if they just re-released... I, I don't want to... What, 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 what did you say? What did you say? No, no, what, what did you... they re-released Thousand Year Door... Really Thousand Year Door? Really Thousand Year Door? Make it a little crisper. Like, all they have to do is HDFI, and it would look perfect. You know yeah. what I mean? They'd have to do nothing with that game. Its style is so distinct. And, like, unlike in the other games of Paper Mario, like the later ones where they're like, okay, everything's actually paper, it's just, like, Mario, but everything's flat. Like... And because of that, it doesn't have this weird, like, paper aesthetic or, like, a cutout around Mario or anything like that. And the game just looks really clean. And the game's still really fun to play, even though I know how to do all the sex sexy, stylish moves and stuff like that. So I'm having a fun time really kicking ass and taking names against some of these enemies. Because one of the... So people don't know, one of the big, cool, special attack mechanics is the star gauge. So every time you collect one of the crystal stars, which are the seven things you need to collect to beat the game, you get a special power... And it costs a certain number of star gauge points up to, you know, I think the last one costs like four or five. And you get up to eight in the whole course of the game. And in order to refresh that, the audience needs to see you do cool things. So if you use the action command correctly and you, like, jump on a guy a second time or you hit him with the hammer the right way or you, you know, protect yourself from their attack or, you know, parry their attack, you get these little star things from the audience and they go up into your bar and they heal you up. But if you have stylish moves, which is basically every move has one or two parts of it that you press A, not during the actual attack, and the character will do some kind of thing that makes it, like, stylish. So, like, if Mario, you jump on him and you press A right when he's at the peak of his jump, he'll, like, spread himself out, like, in, like a kite, and then come back down. <laughs> or how the Koopa character, when he spins into somebody, if you press A, he, like, comes out of his shell and, like, spins around like a breakdancer, and it gives you extra power. So, basically, I get to use all the special powers all the time, because I keep doing all these stylish moves. Nice. Oh, Koops. That's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's, I... It's actually been a fair amount of time since I played through Thousand Year Door. I can't even remember the last time I actually beat the entire game myself. So I'm really having a good time with it. That's great. Yeah. But that's all. honestly all I've been playing. I just figured, I was like, oh, sweet. I'm going to get to go on the podcast and talk about the Thousand Year can Door I, relevantly. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, that's what's up? not about video games per se, but relates to what you are just talking about. Sure. How does sleeping on a train not give you anxiety? Like, how are you not <laughs> terrified of missing your stuff? Two reasons, actually. Um, one, in the morning, 
the last stop is where I get off on both of my trains in the okay. morning. In the evening, the first train, I get, both trains, I don't have to, I have to get off at like an actual time. But usually in the evenings, I'm more like resting my eyes and I'm not right, sleeping. Right, right. As opposed to in the morning, I am out like a light. Because <laughs> I'd be like, I'm, I'm just going to miss it. And then my life's going to be ruined right there. Yep. <laughs> missing, missing my stop has ruined my life. Yeah. Well, thankfully, yeah, as I said, I'm the last stop, so... Gotcha. And people are usually pretty nice. Like, if if they if everyone's getting up and you're still asleep, they usually, like, nudge you be like, hey, you know, come on. And I'm like, oh, thank hey, you. I stole your wallet, but let's, uh... Let's <laughs> nah, you have to really get into my pockets to steal <laughs> my wallet. Kidding. All right. Uh, anyway, let's move on to the indie spotlight. Sure. I only have one thing. Why don't you go is, for it? Um, a game that I didn't even hear about until sometime today or yesterday called Ape Out. Mm-hmm. Which just has just randomly gotten a ton of attention. Really? I saw. I just saw it on the eShop. What is yep. it? So... Uh, you know Hotline Miami? Yeah. It's kind of like that. Oh, yeah. This Except is a... you're an ape breaking out of a science facility. Yes, I did hear about this game, actually. I didn't know that was it what it was called. It looks cute. Yeah. I, well, it doesn't look cute. There's a lot of blood and gore kids. Yeah. But it looks cute. It's very Hotline Miami. Yes, it's Which very isn't Hotline a bad Miami. thing. I, like, I have played through both Hotline Miami 1 and Hotline Miami 2. I love them. There's too much going on right now for me to want to play another one of those. You know what I mean? I get that. I get that. It's on the back burner of things. Right, I exactly. Know. If, if you really like those kinds of games, I definitely get it, though. Yeah. Uh, the only other thing I want to talk about is obviously you'll know this by the time this episode goes live, but Deltarune is live today. Oh, yeah. On Switch. That. So I actually oh, just I downloaded it on yeah. the eShop. That's what I was doing while you guys were yelling about uh, Anthem. It's free. Yeah, it's free. So download it. And if you don't like it, you didn't lose anything on it. So I guess right. I'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I have to stop making excuses for not having played Deltarune, Rob. It's on Switch. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, that's the only reason I'm playing. <laughs> what was, there was um a trailer that came out today for, like, kind of looked like a puzzle, 3D puzzle game called Cube 2. Oh, I saw the logo. Um, I don't know anything about Cube 1. I don't know anything about Cube 1 either. Look, it... it it gave me like almost like portal vibes yeah so um i don't know much about that that seemed the and then there was another one um uh a couple days ago called devil engine that got a trailer oh yeah i saw that it's a look it's it's a bullet hell yeah but it looked looked neat matt also did you see that travis rice again has dlc coming that was my other piece of news yep you excited no i i really don't care i know i just wanted to be sure genuinely don't care yep Okay, so anyone else have any news, or is that it? I think that's all my news. Okay. Uh, quick news and updates. First one I want to talk about, which I'm actually very excited about, Saints Row 3. The full oh, package is coming man. May 10th. Wait, really? Yeah, to the Switch. Okay. I have so many memories playing that game with my one friend on his Xbox in his basement. Oh my god. It's very like... Oh, that, that's a game from my childhood. I've never played Saints Row. Nor I also just I. watched Matt spill water all over himself. <laughs> Okay, well, Matt... No, I'm fine. Let's okay. Go. Come on. Um, Saints Row 3 is, like, from what I understand, it's just, like, GTA, except for they were like, screw it, we're gonna be hilarious. Like, they just went into the oh, cheese, so right? so great. Yeah, they did. It's just such a goofy game, and there's these cheats that you can put on, they're, they're just stupid. I'm like, excited you can, to play um, it. You can, uh, mm, yeah, mm, PG podcast, never mind. Hold on, <laughs> hold on. Cut, cut, cut this for a second. Cut this for a second, Rob. Saints Row is gonna be a lot of fun to play. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I mean, I don't, I don't really. I think I enjoyed the time I've had with GTA on my cousin's Xbox, God, I hate not Xbox GTA 5. on the PlayStation. All, all I did was drive around, try to get as many stars on myself as possible, and be like, "You'll never catch me. I'm a crooked cop." And, uh, that was the entire experience. This is this game. GTA Five falls into that same category as Skyrim for me, where. People are like, yeah, it's an incredible game. you got to at least acknowledge it's an incredible game. And I'm like, but I just don't see it. <laughs> like, Skyrim and GTA V, I'm like, I, I genuinely don't get it. Like, why is everybody obsessed with these games? Yeah. What, is Saints Row? I mean, can you drive around and have cops run after you in Saints Row? Yes. Okay, then that's, that's amazing. All, that's honestly all I want. When I found out in L.A. Noir that, like, the driving part wasn't really that important and you could have someone else literally drive you around well, like a taxi service, the the game. I was like, oh. I'm less excited. That's like, it's not the point of the game, though. But, Matt, I'm a cop, which means if I could drive really fast, I could run around driving saying, I'm a crooked cop, but I'd actually be a crooked cop. Do you know about all the DLC? What, for Saints Row? I mean, it comes with everything, right? I know, but do you know, like, the, the, the plot of the DLC? Doesn't, like, you become, like, the president or well, something? Well, you become president, and then you go to space, and you fight aliens, and then the last DLC takes place in hell. Okay, yeah, so it's all just cheesy. Yeah, I love it. It's a time. It's yeah. a real time. It's, it's a real time. See, I was always too busy playing Halo to get into the, uh... I'm too busy playing Halo. Halo. 
Why are you playing Halo? Oh, this was like when I was in sixth grade. Gotcha, Matt. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. So Saints Row May tenth. Very exciting. Mm. One thing I want to talk about is uh, this is I don't know if this is like relatively new, but I saw someone talking about it on Twitter, and I want to bring it to your attention. You can now buy micro SD cards that are a terabyte. I large. saw that. It was oh, like four hundred dollars. No yeah, if you really want to go all digital and not have to have like eighteen SD cards with all your games on it. I consider picking one of these up. Yes. I don't think it's a good idea, Amazing. but it's a terabyte SD card. I like, like, just because the way the Switch is, I don't feel like I need one of those. No. But, like, God, you don't I need could just one. get, like, a little card for my PlayStation 4 that was a terabyte. God, I'd get that in a heartbeat. Well, yeah, because PlayStation does, like, 50 gig day one the, patches. Yeah, my, ba- my day one PS4 has, like, shit <laughs> <hit> memory. <laughs> there it is, Matt. Sorry. He's allowed to I say was it. strike one and two. In one uh, strike one. I, I, was, I wasn't going to say it, but you said it twice. Yep. Oh, man. I only have one piece of quick news. I have, I have a couple other things. Why don't you go first, Which then? is that Resident Evil 0, 1, and 4. That was on my list, Switch, too. Which I have played. I've played one. Uh-huh. My one friend who's obsessed with Resident Evil has, like, demanded I play the other two. I've heard 4 is very good. Yeah, no, I hear 4 is amazing. Yeah, I might play it. Resident Evil 4 is very good. Uh, the only thing I saw, so they're coming out on May 21st, but they're each $30 digitally, which oh. I heard people are like, well, about. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. I'm like, I probably won't buy them until they go on sale, but I might pick up four if it's on sale. Interesting. Interesting that they're $40 or $30. Yeah. I don't know. Although, I don't know. Four, four is a very interesting game because it, it's not, it's not res- so much in the realm of horror as the rest of the Why do you think I was going to play it, Rob? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, don't get me wrong. It's it's still well, a time. <laughs> zero, zero and one's graphics are so like not impressive at this point in time that you could probably play those and be okay. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, well, and, and like these are the remake. I think they're remade for PlayStation Three. Okay, so it's the PS3 port version. I think four, so. Four, I know four got ported. Probably to, wrong. Four's gotten ported to everything. Yeah. The only game, the only thing that's been ported more times Resident Evil Four is Skyrim, and not by that many. <laughs> um, I know, I know. PS4 had a big thing where they ported a bunch of the Resident Evil games to PS4. Yeah, recently. I, I know zero, one, and four also on PS4. Yeah. yeah, I mean this is like this is like what Square Enix is doing with the Final Fantasy VII games, yeah, exactly. or Final Fantasy games, not the Final Fantasy VII games. Although Final Fantasy VII has been ported quite a few yes. times itself. Um, also, did you see at Final Fantasy XII like their their first run edition is gonna have some special stuff inside of it, like in the actual box? I'm like, oh, that's cool. kind of cool. I'm oh. not gonna buy the first edition probably, but that's cool. That reminds me, you can download Seven now. Yeah, you can like pre-purchase Seven. The release date's coming up, right? Isn't it? It's like March something else. March 26th. Yeah, that's going to be the next game I play with Sarah. Once we beat Paper Mario, we're going to play Final Fantasy VII together. Oh, cool. You can also download, I think you can download all three Resident Evil games now. You can't play them yet, but you can download them. Yeah, pre-download. Other things I want to talk about. Uh, Matt, you want to tell us how we get a Smeargle? Uh, Yeah, sure. (laughs) I I posted a novel in the chat. You did. Okay, so to get a Smeargle, kids. In Pokemon Go. In in Pokemon Pokemon Go, Go, kiddos, you need to open your app. Yes. It's got a Pokeball on it. Oh. <laughs> Go to your Pokemon and just click any random Pokemon, and there is a camera. Yes. Yes, there is. And now you can make snapshots. You need to give the app a second to, like, load. Yeah. And then it will determine where the Pokemon is. There's, like, going to be little, like, footprints. And you tap there, and then the Pokemon shows up. I should not have my phone in the middle of me on the mic. Are we all doing this right I'm now? I'm not. <laughs> I was. Um... And so just take pictures of it. It's a little photo shoot with your Pokemon. I First of all, the snap feature alone, I, I love. I love how I can just go somewhere, like, scenic, and, like, I'm like, I want to have a memory of this place. I also want Piplup in the memory. That's I a weird way to well, say Rayquaza, but yeah. Oh, no, Piplup. Just take a picture of Piplup. But um, anyway, so take pictures. Now, when you take pictures to review your pictures, you click done. Yeah. And then you can only – no matter how many pictures you take in the, in the session – you can only review the most recent 10. The rest will just be lost. Yeah. And when you go to review them, not when you're actually taking the pictures, but when you go to review them, you might find Smeargle photobombing one of the pictures. Yes. So if you see Smeargle, just get out of there. I mean, say whatever pictures you want. Then get out of there, and then wait like a second on the regular overworld map, and Smeargle will appear next to you. Yep. You can get Smeargle once a day, and he does have the chance to flee. Yes, he does. <laughs> um, even if you take a pic, so let's say you take eleven pictures 
and the one picture that you couldn't review have Smeargle in it, but you didn't see it, he'll still appear next to you. Yes. Is what I've heard. I, I haven't confirmed that myself, but that's it. However, there is a glitch people think going around, because some people have taken about a thousand pictures and not found Smeargle. Yeah. And that happened to me the first day it was out, and I just couldn't get Smeargle, so I put it away, and the second day I did it, and then I could find Smeargle. Interesting. So I wonder, uh, it's a weird thing going on right now, but no one really knows the odds. But Smeargle's in the game. Cool. And also Dialga is in raids now. Yes, he's. I was sad this morning I got into a Latias raid and Latias, I had 10 Pokeballs and I great throws on all 10 of them. Didn't stay in the ball. Listen, I'm going to be in New York City twice this weekend. So if I don't get a Latias, I mean a Dialga, I'm going to be pretty upset. I'm going to have to trade. Yeah. Oh, I'm bummed because I usually get a second one for Matt, but I didn't even get a second Palkia. Oh, yeah, you didn't. Yeah. So I'll have to, we'll have to find another day when they do that. I'm sure Palkia will be back. They'll be back. Uh, other things I wanted to talk about. Interesting thing to watch out for. There is a lot of cheating going on in Tetris 99. What? Yes. <laughs> There's somebody. I saw a video of someone. They started the game and the first guy, within the first four drops, he had 18 lines of garbage on his screen. How does that happen? It, you cheat. It's a bad how, time. How do you cheat? It's a bad time. I don't know how you do it, but essentially people are having this issue where in the beginning of a round, somebody is cheating and basically kills off so everybody who has badges because wow. the people who are also cheating have badges so they just keep jumping roll with people and whoever is the last one standing just crushes everybody else because they're just throwing you know eight to nine lines of garbage what's, all the time what's even the point of playing then i don't know like what congrats you you Social media. It's not even a scoreboard. Like, I'm like, it's so stupid. I can't even think of a joke. I, I like. I'm like. I guess you ranked up a little bit faster. <laughs> like, there's no public score. Like, the the entire point is to like feel good because you won a game of Tetris. Yeah. Like, I I don't get it. Yeah, I don't either. Okay, but now we're gonna move on to our main discussion. The big announcement from Nintendo. Pauline is coming to Mario Tennis Aces. Woo! Now I think time that... for me to actually open the game. <laughs> that uh her hair physics are actually a little disappointing yeah i'm honestly more excited because they also announced that kamek and dry bones are on their yeah, way that was more exciting to me too yeah i think honestly like i don't know you know everyone's talking about you know the three cool new things that came out but honestly i think kamek is the most exciting i of the really three. hope kamek's on the broom yes i think so too i think it'll be i, mean, I don't even know who we're trolling at this point guys and <laughs> i bet the inkling will be the next character yeah i could see that maybe isabel you know, everyone's talking oh, about an cool. Animal Crossing game, so we That'd just have cool. Animal Crossing Captain Mario? Falcon. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> nothing says Captain Falcon like tennis. Okay. All right, we're talking about Pokemon. Yes. Yeah. So, now, wait a minute. Yeah. There are, there were several things that came out for Pokemon. Yes. So, should we go through all of them? Well, let's just talk. I mean, at this point, you know, we're recording this the day after it happened, and this is probably going up a few days after. So, all right, let's all not right, bore right. you with the details, but let's discuss everything that happened. Okay. So first thing, let's go. There was a there was a big Pokemon celebration. Yes. And um, they showed off trailers for the anime, the new CG movie, yep. which is a remake of Mewtwo Strikes Back. Did yes, that's me. <laughs> Rob didn't like the way Ash looked in 3D, but I thought it was cool. I think it's I, honestly my opinion is the other one's still good. But it's also a movie from, what, 1997, yeah. 1998? I'm like, sure. And they want to remake this movie so kids are know the story of Mewtwo Strikes I mean, it's Back. A, it's shot for shot, the same movie. Yeah. Just in 3D. Cool. I don't see the problem with that. I'm no, like, I think it's cool. And did you see the, like, the fur textures they put on Meowth? Yeah. I thought that was really cool. It's cool. Um, and then live action detective. Also, it can't trailer. be shot for shot. There's already a new shot in one of the one of the trailers. All right. Well, that's what Just I heard. Saying. <laughs> All right. Never mind. Forget it. Um. Anyway. Anyway, uh, detective Pikachu trailer. Yes. Even better than the first one. Uh, absolutely. My favorite part is the Machamp directing traffic. Oh, <laughs> that part is great. I think I, I told Matt that like I was gonna go see this movie, like regardless yeah but like now i'm actually excited to see this like this is the trailer that i think sold me on this concept like it, it just looks so good yeah i just everything is like so unsettling though at the same time well, like i feel like that's why they put the trailers the way they did because it was like okay let them hit uncanny valley with you know jigglypuff mr mime Okay, now we're all used to it. We get, okay, this is what the Pokemon yeah, look like. They now they're going to show us a bunch out. of them. And I, I do really like the way they did that. Yeah, and they look really good. I mean, I always thought they looked good, but I really like the way they all turned out. Mm -hmm. The only thing that's weird is that um, 
Mewtwo is in the end of the trailer, and he doesn't have this purple tail up in the front, like, going up towards his navel. And, like, that really looks weird to me, but that's the only thing that makes me yeah. uncomfortable. Um, also, do you see, there's also a new poster for it, and if you look all the way in the back, Mewtwo is standing on one of the buildings. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I haven't seen the poster. It's really, really far back. I'll, I'll show you guys later, but it's, um... um did you guys see Ryan Reynolds also posted a uh, an oh, little yeah. skit? Oh, I, I posted it to you guys. Hysterical. I posted it on the chat the day before the other thing came out. Oh. That was so funny. I said everyone should watch this. Clearly nobody did. They don't I mean, love I me. They don't love me, viewers. Not, I watched it anyway. Uh, let's talk about what we're really here though. Gen eight. Gen eight has been announced. Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield. The Galar region in the, the UK. The Galar region is here. And we got starters. And we got starters. And I just want to know what you guys think about it. The the Gen 8 or the stars? Let's do them separately. Let's start with the 60-second trailer we got. Okay. The 60-second trailer, I would say, is very good. The sprite animation done with the Pokemon, I think that the new generation, if anyone's really upset about the way it looks and the way the Pokemon looks... I think my favorite thing from a comment was like, it seems like there's a group of Pokemon fans who are very upset about the new world, new design, and new Pokemon that was never promised to them. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the world design looks more like a traditional JRPG in the sense that it's not very square like it was in other games when they're like, hey, we still have to be like, you know, kind of like blocky because that's what Pokemon what? is. And the Pokemon designs look hand-drawn but in like a 3d setting which i think is good because i know some people didn't like the cell shaded look of pokemon let's go and i feel like you know even with those little outlines it just has a little bit more definition and the way that like the light hits the characters and stuff like that is just a little bit extra that makes them you know look very sharp against the backdrop of the game design wise yes that's how i feel world wise i think the world looks really interesting they have a really a lot of I mean, they always have, like, okay, here's the, like, ice area. Here is the fire area. You know, here's the desert area. But they just look unique enough that it's not like you could show me, okay, here are the five desert areas that have shown up in a Pokemon game. I'd be able to say, you know, that one's Galar because of, like, noticeable differences in features. Not just because it looks nicer, you know what I mean? Right. No, it, it has the it has a distinct shape, the region itself. Yeah. And the, the big I like the big trees. There I like the trees. Very distinct yeah if that made me remind me of when you fall in the forest in mario odyssey oh yeah i was like i like this plus you get cool pokemon matt just tell me you hate it right i don't hate it i never said i hated it i actually really liked it <laughs> you sounded really disappointed when it first came okay so i i do agree with you where people people are saying like you know people are upset because they were expecting a breath of the wild change and they didn't get that yes and i get that you know i never expected pokemon to go that open world i expected mm -hmm. it still to be you know the route basis thing but what i will say is that every other major nintendo franchise mario zelda etc except for splatoon i was gonna say splatoon, excluding splatoon but and kirby pretty much every other one and kirby has had a much bigger evolution when they have come onto switch now mike is looking at his switch library just making sure as wrong as possible yoshi yeah, Yoshi doesn't... Uh... That's different, though. How is it different? Hold on, hold on, hold on. How is it different? Please explain to me how it's different. I'm talking graphics-wise right now. Smash? I would argue graphics-wise, if you look at Sun and Moon and Let's Go Pikachu, there's We're a pretty... We're not talking big... about Let's Go right now. No, but that you're saying when it, when the when a franchise went to the Switch... Oh, okay. Like, but come no, on. that doesn't count. How that's, does that not that's count? That's a spin-off. That doesn't count. We're talking about the core... Pokemon RPG franchise. I would say this game looks at least as good as Pokemon Let's Go. Oh, it looks better than Let's Go. So then how... Then why does Let's Go not count even though you're saying it's... What are you talking about? Back oh, me I'm here. lost. <laughs> Rob, he says to me... He's no, saying, no, no, no. Let me back up, all right? I'm like watching a tennis match right now. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon RPG, the, po the core... Yes. Pokemon RPG franchise made the jump from Sun and Moon to Sword and Shield. Yes. From 3DS to switch yes and it does look significantly better but it does still look very safe it's just bigger pokemon i mean yeah but it's pokemon it's always safe and it's like <laughs> i like yes you're right it is always safe and i'm not saying i'm upset it's more pokemon i'm very excited for more pokemon but every kind of risk that they took in let's go which was a little bit more of a dumbed down pokemon but i'm talking about 
overworld Pokemon, which is clearly not here anymore. Yeah, you know it, is, it, it, it is, is not there. It's confirmed that it's not there anymore. Um, Pokemon following you, we don't know for a fact it's not there. That's maybe, one that I'm like, that should be there. Even I'm option. like a little, huh, you can have the, maybe, maybe you can have the option, and they'll reveal it later. Because that's something Pokemon would do, and they're like, Pokemon news coming out, boom. You have the option to bring out a Pokemon. Yeah. And what, like, it's just interesting to me, because remember in Sun and Moon, people found the files for every single Pokemon. To be able to follow you. So it's not like those walking and running animations aren't already created. Yeah. Except for the Galar Pokemon. Yeah. Um, it's just little, I, I guess I expected more quality of life improvements, and we did not get those. Now, we've talked about Pokemon excessively. On this podcast. In the past. Yeah. And I hope by now I've gotten my point across that to me, the only thing Pokemon needs to do for me is to flesh out the world more. Yeah. And though we only saw a 60 second trailer, it didn't do that. You know, I didn't see Pokemon running around. I didn't see personality. I just saw a trainer walking around a couple places. I get that. Honestly, when you said quality of life, that's something I really wanted to bring up. I feel like, obviously in terms of, you know, like crazy changing of graphics or how the game is designed my opinion would have been you know if you asked me even before the trailer been like well the pokemon company's still making this game and they've been making handheld games for 20 something years i don't think they're gonna break the bank on that but my hope my opinion on whether or not that's okay depends on the quality of life improvements in the actual game itself like obviously graphically they're not doing anything you know revolutionary which i think is okay but if it's like oh this is also just the same thing as sun and moon and it looks the same as sun and moon i'm gonna be a lot less okay with it right Uh, but someone someone pointed that out um on some chat that i was looking at and they were like you know pokemon has always been like a handheld they don't really know how to do this kind of thing and then someone made the argument Pokemon's like a multi-billion dollar company. They could just hire somebody who does know what they're doing. Oh, yeah. They could ask for help. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's true. I, yeah, I, 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 there's no doubt in my mind that they had somebody help and with that the Pokemon other thing, The other thing that I thought about is that maybe when they put Pokemon in the overworld for Let's Go, they didn't know how people were going to react to it, which is a fair, reasonable thing. Oh, yeah. And oh. then the game came out last November. And that's when they saw the reception. People liked it. And they're like, well, too late to put it in this game. Yeah, you know what I, mean, I mean, obviously. So, like, I, I still get it. Yeah. I'm just like, oh. It's I was going to say that when it comes to people complaining about Pokemon aren't in the overworld anymore. It's like, the game came out, what, six months right, exactly. ago? So, the next the next core game? Who knows? Yeah. Or, if they really decide to say, hey, we're sticking with the Let's Go series, that could be one of the things they use to differentiate it from other games. Be like, well, in the Let's Go games, you catch Pokemon like this, and it's in the overworld. And honestly... I feel like I would be, like, obviously, I said this on the podcast. If they make a Pokemon Gold and Silver, and when, more of when they make a Pokemon Let's Go Gold and Silver, I am so excited. But after Gold and Silver, I, I probably wouldn't buy the other ones unless there was something defining and making it different right. than the regular core game. And that might be it. I don't know if that should be it, but that could be it. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. In terms of the trailer, they, and they said this, they said, we're going to take more risks you know, for, you know, new ideas for now, new I am trainers, old trainers. Very interested to see what those are. That's what I'm interested <laughs> in, too. Mike, can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. A little off topic, um, but Rob and I got into a low-key argument on this before. Do you think you're going to play soccer in this game? Ah! No. Thank you. We walk into a soccer arena. No, that is a Pokemon stadium. Uh, no, it is a soccer arena, but we saw somebody fighting a Pokemon battle in a soccer arena. Exactly. I said, no, no, no. I said, it's either going to be a soccer mini game or it's going to be a gym. We saw that it was a gym. It was in the trailer. And Matt said, I don't think it's going to be a gym. I, I, no, I think it's going to be more than just a gym. If it's a gym. All I'm saying is soccer mini game but you're using pokemon to play soccer i, I think that'd be so. great as much as i listen if pokemon aren't following me around how much are you gonna have to convince me that i'm like yeah we've animated every yeah, pokemon in the yeah, game to play yeah, soccer right? but not follow you around well, they're running animations are in the yeah, soccer yeah, mini yeah, game but they're not running behind you that's what the running animations are for it's where the soccer game you're playing the soccer game and like halfway through you just see waluigi running in they're like listen he can't make it into smash you gotta put him in something i just want to see waluigi block tyranitar's I mean, I, soccer I, ball hit I said to Matt, in, in Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, they put, like, the Mantine surfing. And, like, that made sense to put surfing in the Hawaii region. It makes sense to put a soccer-related thing in the England-based. I mean, I, I imagine there'll be mini games. There's always mini games in a JRPG. Yeah. 
but I don't know. I feel like they also might make some some weird like Pokemon battle that like you know depending on how well you're doing, that's how your score is. You um, know, it's like almost like fantasy football in yeah. the sense of how that works. Yeah, I, I was. I, stuff, Rob? And I was going to move on to something else if you guys were ready. Uh, um, is there anything else you want? I mean, in terms of trailer-wise, outside of the starters, I don't know if I have anything else. Like, I really uh, yeah, do. there's nothing. Well, really... I was going to say in the trailer, the one thing that I thought was interesting is they're walking in like through the um, like the mine-looking thing. Beautiful. Oh yeah, it's really pretty. Reminded me very much of Gen Four with the underground thing. Oh yeah, people are saying. Of course they it did. No, a lot of people have been saying that like if they make remake Gen Four, it's going to be in this engine, right? Like the underground. Uh, yeah, the mines look very pretty, and I was listening to another uh, YouTuber who was saying that apparently, like, that's a very, that's a big part of the UK. Like, a mine, they're like a mining center or whatever. There's also the thing where, like, they had the, you know, the image of the single character and, like, going around them, and we're like, weren't sure if that was a just, like, hey, here's the trailer, and here's, like, the world around the character, or do we have a freeform camera in this game? That'd be cool. I, um... I the way certain shots are fixed, I don't know, but maybe it might be fixed in can... some areas, yeah. not in others, mm-hmm. which would be fine. I mean, we have enough buttons to do it. Finally, I feel like that was the big reason we couldn't do it. We weren't enough buttons on a 3ds. Didn't have True. that C stick. <laughs> yeah, or this one's have a C stick. It's, it's not a C another, stick. It's, it's just second... another stick. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it the the world as a whole seems really cool. I'm excited to see more. I think. I mean, I think this is just a view from everybody on this trailer. It did just enough to get people really interested in talking about it, but not enough to blow the, think, the info dump. I think yeah. Shofu actually put it, like, perfectly for me, which was, I am excited, but I'm not as excited as I thought I was going to be. That's fair. I yeah. would agree with that. I wasn't sure what to expect. I always kind of keep my expectations it's, low for yeah, this Especially thing. with Pokemon Company. Yeah, but to see to see what they did, I'm like, okay. Now, I'm, I'm interested. Let's, let's, let's talk a little more on what we... Th- what we think or what we want I think there's going to be new mega evolutions yeah well did you see the people yes who... you do well no i'm saying did you see the people who are talking about a rumor that's been going around about um armored evolution like mega evolutions mm. that are like armored versions of pokemon because it's like you know sword and shield like... yeah and the idea that you know well kalos had a great war with another country kalos is france you know galar yeah, is england putting armor on them is cheating yeah, everyone's just going to be a steel table. It'll be great. Uh, I, I like the idea of either more mega Pokemon or some kind of other form of, you know, mega evolution. Like, it still would fit, like, Primal Groudon and Primal Kyogre, right, right, right. where it's like, it's the same thing, and you can only have one of the two, but giving it some kind of different do we think, flavor. Do we think this is the other region that was in the Pokemon world with Kalos? I, I mean, if, if they're going to make it another region, it would be... It France be, and England. Yeah, exactly. And also the color scheme on the logos is the same. Red and blue? Red X and, and Y? Yeah. And red and blue? And regular red and blue? <laughs> and ruby and sapphire? I mean, yes, I, I mean, agree. Whatever. But you can't say red and blue. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> We've Listen, had four games now with this color scheme. Do we think there will be new Z-moves? No. Me either. Why would there be new Z-moves? My, no my belief would be, honestly, that I like to hope that Z-moves will be in the game. I think... Like, the way Mega Evolutions were treated in Sun and Moon, I think Z-Moves are going to be treated the same way here, where they're a post-game thing. Yeah. You can find them there. And I know people... I feel like the opinions on Z-Moves are so mixed. Yeah, I've seen that too. I mean, some of them are like, oh, that's really cool. But others, I'm like, all right, I can one-hit you. Yeah. It's um, just a really powerful attack. What about Region of Variants? Do you think those are going to get a comeback in any way? I don't, but I wish they were. I Yeah, I really hope... Like, I think it'd be really cool if this time around we get... Um, Galar versions of Johto Pokemon. I think that would be an awesome idea. I just, I'm not optimistic. I'm not optimistic either. That would be really cool, though. You know, but uh, I, I loved Alolan form so much that it makes me sad. Right. And you know? now the other thing is this: this game has got to do something else, somewhat original. You know what I mean? Like something, something new. Maybe not to the way battles are dealt, but something. It has its. It needs to have its thing. It's, yeah, exactly. It's got to have its thing. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. Even think from from you know Gen four forward right every game's had its own thing like gen four was hey we're splitting the physical and special types like every attack is a physical or special mm-hmm. move gen five was like hey it's an entirely new region we're n- entirely yeah. new pokemon pokedex gen six let's yeah, do evolutions. mega evolutions gen seven let's do z moves mm-hmm. what is gen eight doing i mean 
I'd like to hope it'll be something cool, but I don't know. It also could be, I, I think it also could be more megas wouldn't be a bad thing right. either. I also, I, again, we only saw 60 seconds, but I would like to see the routes kind of lively, if you know what I mean. I think in the, the entire trailer, I, again, it was only 60 seconds, we saw like one other trainer on the side of a road. Yes. But I like the little animation they had when they found them. Oh, yeah, I like that too. Yeah. How uh, upset are you guys going to be if they don't, if you can't get an age slash in this game? That'd just be stupid. It would just be a mistake. (laughs) That'd be just stupid. I I texted my brother. I said to him, wow, even the Pokemon company is acknowledging that Age of Slash was a mistake and just making him a legendary. Well, in in Pokemon Sun and Moon, you actually couldn't get Solrock and Lunatone in the base game. But if you got them, you'd get special items. Right, exactly. But in the base game, there was a built-in thing that was like, bring me a Lunatone, bring me a Solrock. So obviously Pokemon Bank was coming. So there's going to be another then, alien man who's asking for... Uh, right, yeah, like, what if what if they do the same thing with Aegislash, where he's not in the base game, but you know I just only Only if Galar has a Pokemon that is shaped like an X or a Y. Because oh then God. Galar would have X and Y shaped Pokemon, <laughs> and um, Kalos would have sword and shield shaped Rob, Pokemon. Like, oh, that would be cool. I said, I said to, to Mike the other day, <laughs> France, England trains you know where i'm going with this and i was like matt please tell me about the giant train that's gonna get me from france to england and i although, told him about the giant train bridge in the pokemon although i will tell you this i told sarah that and she she best be there is an underground tunnel apparently from the uk to france matt's dabbing you didn't yeah. know that though you can't you can't dab as though you knew that you can't prove i didn't listen, know that you listen. said the giant land bridge it's a tunnel <laughs> now now that you guys are talking about armored pokemon the image that i have in my mind is a pokemon more armor on skarmory no 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 no, no, no track scar armory I, scar armory i want a pokemon to like wear a gold or as a suit and use an age slash as a sword and shield <laughs> yep. and go into battle age slash is like can you put me down now i feel like as much as i don't believe the armor evolution pokemon thing i think the idea of doing it like that might be better in terms of like you know with mega evolved pokemon a lot of the pokemon who got mega evolutions were hey here are pokemon who were designed in a certain way and we want to give them a little bit of an oomph and that's why i feel like a lot of gen 1 and 2 and 3 pokemon got a lot of the mega evolutions because by the time gen 4 or 5 around they're like okay we got to make the final forms of these pokemon look really cool or have something unique about them but like you know except for embor except for embor (laughs) Ambor never gets love. Anyway. Ambor? Ambor. The, He's the, the final evolution. The final evolution from the Gen, Gen 5, 5 starter. I know. I thought we were talking about Gen 4. No. What? That's a, You were talking about Gen 4 about Bumble. I feel like I feel like the words Gen 4 are the only thing that goes through Rob's head when we talk about I love Gen 4 personally, but, you know. It's the only one I've never played. It's all right. The, the game I, itself is pretty bad, but the Pokemon in it are some of my favorites. But I'm just like, Nintendo, I feel like, just has, like, this aversion to Gen 4. No. This is what they were doing for Gen 3 for years. You would see any meme you would see on the internet about Pokemon had, like, a 45% chance of being, like, Gen 3 confirmed. Bring in the dudes. <laughs> And then they did, and people lost it. All it's gonna right. do the same thing with Gen Four, mm-hmm. and then they're gonna say the same thing with Gen Five. Let's let's get to part two of this conversation, yes. which is the starters. Yep. What do we think of them starters? All right. Well, let's start with Score Bunny, right? She was uh, he or she well, was the first one overall, to be announced. First of all, overall, I think they're all good. My opinion is that this is probably the most out of starters in the last couple of years. This is, I think, the first time in a while that I've said all three starters look really well designed, and I'm excited to see what they turn into. Oh, you think so? I think so. I don't know. I I felt that way for Gen Seven. I didn't. I'm not feeling. I that liked way now. Gen Seven. I just I was less. I think I was less interested. I think Poplio kind of was just like okay. I didn't like Poplio at first, but then Poplio grew on me. For me, it Same. was like I liked the idea of Poplio, but I was like okay, I'm like not super sold on this, but I want to see what its final evolution turns into. And, I, and then it was a mermaid, and I was like. Oh, okay. I am also aware we just posted a picture on our Twitter where I blocked out yes, Poplio. Yes, you drew well, all over That's because of Primarina. Yes. I think that's what it was. It's not that I thought that um, Rowlet, I always think Hootie, Rowlet <laughs> and um, and Litten were bad. They were very good. I just felt like Poplio was the weak link there. Like, nobody was excited. No one was really as excited about Poplio as they were for Litten or really Rowlet. And right. then when all the evolutions came out, everyone really wasn't excited about Poplio. Right. 
You know, I mean, I don't even know anybody who the first time played through with Bob Leo. Everyone later I was think, like, I think my brother did. One of my friends did too. I was like, I, I learned after the fact, we're like, okay, everyone who starts the game with Rowlet's going to have a rough time. And everyone who started the game with Bob Leo is going to do really well. Mm-hmm. But like, unlike Gen 6, where there was like, okay, you know, Rowlet was the one like most people loved. Right. And Gen 6, where they were like, okay, everyone loves Froakie. And then Gen 5, where nobody liked the starters. I like the Gen no, 5 starters. The, the basic forms of those starters are all very good. Yeah, how, how does it end, Matt? Not very good. I What is Oshawott's final form? Nobody knows! <laughs> what are you supposed to be? <laughs> He's just covered are in garbage. You, are you a water horse? <laughs> Like, I love Oshawa. He's got, like, he fights with the shell on his chest. And like, he's an otter. What in the hell otter. does he turn into? You just have to stick with the otter line. Come on. Anyway, yeah. anyway, what do we think about these ones? Let's start with the fire one, like you said. Okay. I love Bugs Bunny, the Pokemon. Not, I, he's fine. Okay, uh, honestly, you could make that joke, but you can't tell me that Bunnelby doesn't look more like a Bugs Bunny Pokemon. That's like, fair. Bunnelby is the Bugs fair. Bunny Pokemon. I, I like the concept. I think it looks very clean. I'm excited to see where it goes. I think it has a lot of potential. It's not like, oh, I know what this is turning into. Let's turn it into a firefighting type. If it turns into a firefighting it's type, I hate this generation. It's got my, my, the only thing that makes me think firefighting is it has tape over its nose. It's not tape, though. It's a square patch that's over its... Like, yeah, but it's a living organism. It's not tape. Yeah, it's not tape. Okay, you know what? There's inorganic things in Pokemon yeah. all the time. There are people yeah, who are saying... Pokemon. There are people who are saying that because it's running up a gear... In its opening trailer, it might turn into a fire steel type. I saw that. That'd be interesting. I mean, Heatran's awesome. I would love to see an, a fast Heatran. Um, I'd also be okay with it. My my first thought was that it's going to become Fire Fairy because we don't yeah, have that that's typing what I was yet. Thinking, and the rabbit. Oh, that'd I be really like, cool. Yeah, it could have like a fast attacker who's a fire fire uh, fairy type, and that'd be good. As long as it's you know confident, I think you know making it a, something unique about the starters is always good. Especially, um, I mean, going back to Gen Five, they were all three of them were. Either types, we, all type combinations we'd already seen before in the starters more than once. And it's just like, except for, I think, uh, Serpira. I don't think we ever Sir had Pierre it. was just grass. Oh, yeah, no, because Meganium was also monograss. And so, yeah, Meganium. Was and, and Grovile was, and Sceptile was monograss. Yeah. So every single one of them was at least done twice before they got to that typing. And there was nothing unique about them. Mm-hmm. Yep. So this, I'm hoping for unique and and Score Bunny's final form being a type that we don't have. Some people think that it might be um, a soccer-themed final evolution. Yeah, Score... the people we're talking about, yeah, like like Score Bunny's soccer and uh, Grookey's uh, cricket. cricket and the other one's water polo. Yeah, I, I saw that. That's cute, I Oh, guess. that'd be cute. Yeah. I like. I don't like it when they... I've I've come to dislike how they base them off of archetypes. Yeah, like, I don't... Like, X and Y, I was like, okay, you got the ninja, the... Yeah, they're all, like, Knight, hero classes. The, yeah, the, the mage. I'm like, that was cute. And they did it again, low-key, for Gen 7. And I was like, all right, I'm, I'm done with this. Yeah, I just, I mean, I feel like, you know, Pokemon are supposed to be monsters. They're not supposed to, like, turn into, like, weird human-looking right. yeah, human things. I don't need things. a ranger or a wrestler as my <laughs> starter. Yeah. Well, you I know, liked, honestly, like I felt classic like... classic archetypes. You <laughs> got mage, you got fighter, you got wrestler. Masked wrestler. <laughs> well, I felt like the idea of having some, like, I felt Can like... I get- Okay, Can right. I get Masked Royal in my copy of Final Fantasy VII, please? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, Masked Royal for Smash. Masked Royal for Smash. <gasps> Yo! Give me hold a, up, hold up, hold up. Masked Royal a, for Smash. Give me the Echo Fighter for Incineroar being the Masked Royal. <laughs> That's all I need. Oh my god, could you imagine? I just fixed Smash, Matt. I'm it sorry, I'm freaking to be out fixed. now. Alright, what were we talking about? Right, um, yeah, we were trying you, to say. Can you imagine? The Mass Royal doing Incineroar's upbeat. <laughs> 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 yeah. I need him to like shout as he does it. <laughs> I just have this image of now the Mass Royal and um, Snake going at it in like a fist fight. <laughs> so in the, see the, in the victory Royal. screen, in the victory screen, it's the Mass Royal. But in the mass. defeat screen, it's Professor Kakui going, "What's going on?" <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Um, anyway, bringing it back. Yeah, I don't, I, I kind of prefer them being like, you know, pocket monsters as opposed to pocket hero characters, mm-hmm. you know? I felt like, you know, there's certain things you can kind of get away with. I feel that Greninja, like, okay, he's still very much a frog. Right, and he's and, very cool. And Incineroar being like, okay, he's like a giant tiger, like, 
they they would tackle people. Okay. But when you look at like Decidueye or Chestnut and you're like, okay, it's just an animal in a human shape. Right. This is what I worry about. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Squirrel Bunny exactly. might go in interesting places. I didn't think Decidueye looked too human-like. Well, I just, I didn't feel like it looked like a, enough like a hoodie. I think it looks... It looks like a kid in a drawstring. I, I mean, uh, Decidueye is my favorite out of the three. So. I, I just, I, I don't, don't like how he has a hoodie on. Like, he has a hoodie with yeah, the strings. Like, come on. But I'm like, he's got bird legs. Yeah. It's not about it's not about ha- not having animal features. Like, it's about him being the, the shape hoodie, of a man. The hoodie is the only non-bird part of him. Yeah, but he's also the size of a man. Like he has like the legs and the there's, like the dimensions of a human. There's big ol' owls. All right, let's move on to Grookey. They don't have no, human let's shapes. Let's move on to Sobble. Sobble. People best. love Sobble. I people love, love Sobble because he's sad. Yeah, that is why people love Sobble. <laughs> he's relatable. <laughs> I also like him because it's not, like, super clear if he's, like, uh, you know, like a salamander or a chameleon or, an, you know, like, some kind I, of tadpole yeah. thing. It's, well, it's some kind of lizard thing. Yeah. It's basically a chameleon. I, I like him. Yeah, I like him a lot. I feel like he has the best potential to become the first dragon-type starter. That'd be cool. Oh, that'd be neat. Because think about I... if, if they had, like, a fire fairy. So f- water is good against fire, but then fairy is good against dragon. <laughs> Right, and I... then we could have like that, like a reverse circle going in the opposite oh, that direction. Would be super. Well, then what would the last one be? The last Grass one would deal. have to be. Ste- well, no, because okay, wait. No, because so... dragon isn't good against. It'd be some. That's the, always the issue. It would have to be good against. But dragon has easy access to fire. Yes, but dragon as a type is only good against dragon. Right. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Hmm. I just have the image now of this sad little water chameleon thing. Like getting to his final form and becoming this like proud majestic dragon that he's finally like, gained the self confidence to like be happy. And then Lola Bunny shows up and kicks his ass. Yeah, that's how <laughs> that one goes. <laughs> Yo, um, no, that's that's a final evolution for. He already, we've myself. already, people have made that joke oh. already. Uh, I don't want to spend too much time on Sal because I feel like he has the most potential. But I like his first form. I think he's really cool. I like his turning invisible. Also, people saying he might become a ghost type. Because he has that ability yeah, to turn I've invisible. Yeah, Which I'm, I'd be fine with, I guess. Yeah, water, I mean, Jellicent's good. Water is special in the way that it is the only type that has every other type combination with it already. No other type has that. Oh, really? Yep, there is a water X type of every type. Oh, cool. So, I guess. What I, if it's water poison? Water poison, we have that. Tentacle. No, I mean, I mean, I'm just saying for, for Sobble, because it uses, it looks like it uses acid armor in the trailer. Oh, is that what it's doing? Oh, I mean, it's invisible. That's what camouflage? That is not what it could be camouflaged. No. Acid armor is covering yourself in acid to make armor. It's not yeah, that is not invisible. making yourself camouflage. Listen, I have an IGN article up right now. That oh, said... Are you going to tell me that IGN... <laughs> yeah, let me hear what, what the company that called Master Ericus Ericquiz is telling you about Pokemon. I want to hear about their so you know, Smash tier list. IGN's tier list. It was bad. No. Zero made a 40-minute video just laughing at it. <laughs> Uh, are we good to move on? Grookey. It's a monkey. It's, <laughs> it's a, a monkey. monkey. Honestly, if it turns into, like, some massive, extinct, like, you know, gorilla, I'm gonna be so happy. Because Darmanitan is such an awesome design. It's just, it's just green Donkey Kong. Yeah, well, I always <laughs> I was saying to people, this is unfortunate. So, you know how, like, there's the, there's two certain things in this world. Fire types are always based off things in the Chinese Zodiac, which means after this game, we are one step closer to getting the Ox fire starter, and I really want that. <laughs> um, and grass Pokemon are always extinct creatures. Decidueye was an owl. Yes, an extinct species of owl. Do you remember this when everything came out? Everyone's like, why is Decidueye grass ghost? Because the species that he's based off of in Hawaii is an extinct owl species. You don't remember this? All right, never mind. It's like I, he doesn't even think I know what I'm talking about. What the hell is a three strikes? What is Venusaur based off of? A dinosaur? He's a frog. Venusaur? Look at him. He's a frog with a plant on his back. He's got scales. <laughs> yeah, like a frog. <laughs> like a frog. Scales like I'm a frog, Rob. Scales like kidding. a frog. Let me get back to my point. Okay, I don't know how many extinct primate species there are, but God... If I had a dollar for every single poor bastard who's gonna name their Grookey Harambe, I, I what septile based off of? Uh, I remember looking into this. I forget some kind of lizard. Um, they're I, all extinct species. Trust me on this. I I would love as Grookey evolves if it keeps like the stick that it has in its hair that it's using in the trailer, and it just like 
by the time it's done, it's kind of like um like Conkledor, how it has the giant con. It's but, just got this tree. Or the stick doesn't change sizes, and by the time he gets <laughs> the final form, he's using the toothpick. I feel like Panjam already does that though. I feel like he could turn into like a like you know how obviously Infernape's the Monkey King Pokemon. Um, if they make him like, they make him like this big wise monk, and he has like a giant stick. Like you know, like like he's gonna fight with the like the 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 stick. Or I'm more in the fan of the Conqueror thing where he has like some giant thing that he's using. And the other thing people are saying is that because of the way he's like hitting the rock in the beginning and he might have this big stick, he might be the first grass rock type that outside would be awesome. of outside of, you know, cradley and stuff like that. Like a, a, a non fossil Pokemon. I'm probably most excited for the Pokemon this gen with new unique typings. Yeah, there's not that many unique typings left. I know, but, but I still want to see some. Yeah. And there's a lot of typings that are just only used on like one or two Pokemon that are never used anywhere else, like you... Megas and Legendaries. Right, right. Do you think, and I'm, I'm not saying this gen, but do you think we will ever get another Pokemon type? My own, my honestly, if, if you want my honest opinion on what I would think, is I don't think we'd ever get another major type. I think Pokemon may eventually say, hey, there are now certain moves that qualify under a subtype. So let's say, for example, you're a normal type, but you have a you can you don't have to have a subtype, but you can have a sound subtype. And certain oh, moves are normal sound with like a sound subtype. Yeah, so like and supersonic. Like you get, you get like a sound. Yeah, type. like if you use boom burst as a normal type, you still get the same attack attack, uh, attack bonus. It still treats it like a normal type attack. But if you're a sound Pokemon, you do bonus stab gotcha, on that kind of attack, okay. and you could have like you know. With poison, you could have, like, a toxic type. And, like, the poison attacks do extra damage. So, you know, because everyone can learn toxic. But if you're using it on an actual toxic Pokemon, it gets, like, a, some kind of bonus. Gotcha. Interesting. That would be my guess. Because, yeah, the biggest one I always people sign about is, are light or sound ever going to become a type? I don't think light will become a type because dark type isn't called dark type in other places. <laughs> it's called evil. And, um... Is it really? Yeah, in Japan it's called evil type. Really? And that's why fighting Pokemon are good against it. Because they're fighting their heroes. I didn't know that. Yeah, see, now we're learning things today. Uh, yeah, so light, I think, is off the table, and the only other one is sound, and if you make Pokemon sound type, you're going to basically only get, like, two or three Pokemon before this game being retconned to sound type, like, you know, like, Exploud and uh, uh, the uh, Dragon Flying Noivern. Noivern. But if Noivern gets it, then he's also losing Dragon or Flying type, so even though he would get it, maybe Audino would get it, I don't know. Well, anyway, let's uh, let's wrap it up. Yeah. Uh, the other two things is the Pokemon Company did say in the direct that they were looking to take risks, or not risks, but make some new things in this game. Yes, and they all so talk I'm about. I'm excited for that. More importantly, this is not the only thing they're announcing this That's year. That's right. Pokemon Two is coming before you know it. That's Matt's belief. I honestly would believe it. I would. Yeah, I th I think we're gonna get another Pokemon something. It would be fun, and it, it's it's become a key one of the three things that they do at the Pokemon World Championships every I year. I know, yeah. So if they make a Pokemon too, they can keep doing that. Exactly, it'll be um, good. I want a mystery dungeon. Rob, I know you want a mystery dungeon. <laughs> mystery dungeon. <laughs> said at least good. five times today. Pokemon Quest Two so is gonna come out Pokemon eventually. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what I said, Pokemon Quest Two is gonna come out any day. I feel like if they just use the engine from Pokemon Let's Go, the sequels to those could be pretty quick. Oh, that'll be next year, though. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, annually speaking, there's a lot of options we have. Oh, yeah. I, so, I am excited to see what they do this year. Yeah. I'm excited to see something new from the Pokemon Company. I would like to see something different. It'll be good. Mm -hmm. Overall, my, my opinion of this trailer is, like, like you said, like, you know, a lot of the people we watch have said, it got me excited in the best way because it didn't tell me what I should be excited about but it gave me a framework of what I should be excited right. about. And now, like Pokemon Company does, for the next couple months, every month, we will get one small thing. And then leading up, every week we'll get something. And then the week after, or before E3, we'll get a big data dump. Exactly. It'll be great. And then someone's going to release the demo, and me and Matt are going to look at the Pokemon, even though we told ourselves we wouldn't. Yep. Anyway, 20 minutes after it happened. Rob, what's your fun fact? <sighs> I forgot I need one of those. Uh, oh. Okay, Matt. Know. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Rob, I'll back you up. Matt, what's your fun fact? Because oh, well, you were so, ex my you were so upset fact about our friend Ron this not week, a fun fact. This week, my fun fact, the fun fact that Matt has brought to the table this week, the week of, Rob, what's the date? March, February 28th, February 28th, 2019, of it's the first the millennia okay. of this Our millennia. Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's, it's, that's not the fun fact right. that I have brought to the table today is that when... 
you have to give people letters, you should make sure that you have a PG-rated word in your head to spell out the letter. Well, I'm just gonna I'm gonna cut you off right there. They just we're not gonna we're not gonna go into the further detail on this. That's it. Okay. Matt almost said a naughty word at work. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. He didn't, but he almost did. But it's happened on more than one occasion. It hasn't. Oh yeah. <laughs> Rob's just mean. My fun fact is that you should always really be sure that your soda isn't gonna explode before you open it, especially when you're on the train next to a poor guy who just wants to get to the airport. My Dr Pepper <laughs> exploded all over me and the guy next to me. Oh, and no. I had to get on another train, so I had to walk my soggy ass from one train station to the other train and get on another train, sit down, and wait and get off. And how, then I had to, How mad was he? He just got up and sat in another seat. And I was like, I'm sorry, man. Wow. They didn't say a word to me. Awkward. There was a really nice lady behind me who handed me a paper towel. She's like, this isn't this isn't used. Don't worry. And I was like, thank you. So I could at least, like, you know, get it all off my phone and, you know, my face. <laughs> it was good. Bummer. It's alright, the Dr. Pepper tastes good. Okay. I bet that guy thought he tasted good too. I hope so. <laughs> um, my fun fact yes. is that uh, the smallest animal in the world are uh, uh, tardigrades, also known as water bears. They're these microscopic little little animals, and they're smaller than dust mites, and they can survive in space. And they're really cool. Did you hear that, Matt? Bears in space? Astro Bears! Astro Bears! Ciao! <laughs> We're not done yet. What are we not done about? Oh, shoot. <laughs> if you want to listen to us uh, places other than SoundCloud, you can find us on iTunes under Pink Gold Peeps. If you want to contact us, we're on pinkgoldpeeps at twitter.com. If you want to hear about the guy who makes our music, go to Rick's Record on SoundCloud. Uh, thanks, Rob, for being on the show, and thank you for editing the podcast every week. And if you want to send Matt some hate mail, send it to pinkgoldpeeps at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great night, everybody. Now ciao? Yes, now ciao. Ciao.